Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. The World Indoor Skydiving Championships were held in Slovakia just this past April, the 20th through the 22nd. It's a world-level competition with over 250 competing athletes from around the world. We, Singapore, had a team of seven members taking part in that, and we are so happy to have several of our gold and silver medalists in the studio with us right now. Kira Poe, the world champion indoor skydiver. Vera Poe, the junior world champion indoor skydiver. And Kai Minebjima Lee, the World Cup champion junior. Good morning to all three of you. Welcome. Hello. Morning. morning. Uh, Thanks for having us. <laughs> something that doesn't fit. What's that? The words... Singaporean and world champion, three of them in the room at the same time. Something's off here. And they are right here with us. We are so happy to have you with us. Kira, let's start with you. Um, first of all, what's it feel like to be a world champion? It feels great. I'm, I'm super happy. We, we changed really hard and and we're super happy with the results. I think I've done this for over eight years. I've been competing in the World Cup using uh, for my first competition. So it's nice to finally be able to win all four titles available. Yeah. yeah. And Vera, you also are a gold medalist. And how, how does it feel for you? Yeah, it feels really good because this is the first time that I've won a world championship in the junior category. So I'm really excited about it. And I'll just mention, um, Kira, you're 20, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Vera, you're 14. Uh, turning 14. This turning 14, so you're in sec two. two. Good. And Kai, how about yourself? You won a gold and a silver, right? So uh, I won a gold in the team event with Vera. Got it. And mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing because it's actually the first ever um, junior world champion title for Dynamic Two-Way. Oh. So it's really an honor for us to be able to have that. Um, and also for a silver for my junior freestyle. Yep. And it's like a really great uh, entrance into the world championship for me. And you're a secondary school student too? Yes, I'm what? 14. Yeah, and where are you in school? I'm actually homeschooled. Okay, good. And uh, Vera, where's your school? Uh, Meridian Secondary School. You want to give a shout out to anybody there? Uh, all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's hope they're all listening to you. Well, uh, let's go back to, um, I think Neil had a, a well, question for I you. I just you wanted to, start with. to, with you, Kai, as you're sitting beside me, give us a quick overview for the benefit of our listeners who may not be familiar, what the championships were called, what they were about, who was involved, because this is a really big deal. So the World Championships is literally the biggest um indoor skydiving competition in the world. It happens once every two years. And it was so, in Slovakia? Yes, in Slovakia. So it happens once every two years. And there were really so many people. It was like overwhelming. There's so many like friends, uh, old friends, and we made so many new ones. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> He's speechless. <laughs> Kira, as, as Is the, that unusual for Kai? As the elder member, Kira, elder. I'll start with you and then work down the line. I'm guessing you started at Sentosa. That's where it began for you guys. What was your yes. journey? Tell us your journey from, you know, first time doing it for fun at Sentosa to world champion. Okay. Well, there's a long journey. I started when I was eight years old and now I'm almost 21. So I've been flying for almost half of my life. 
Um, I started out just for fun. My mom was helping iFly Singapore do the advertisements, and they needed like small little children to come and fly just for fun. So it became a one-time thing, and then the CEO, Uncle Lawrence, he was like, you know, these kids, maybe since they really like it, let's give them a chance. So me and my partner, Ishan, at that time, um, we started training more and more, and then from one competition a year, it became two. And then by the time we know it, in one year before COVID, we were doing seven competitions in, in one season, and, wow. and it just kept training, and we just fell in love with it so just jump in there when you say stepping stone competitions how mm. would it work regional first is that the southeast asian how, how does it progress there's different nationals so for example if you want to qualify for the world cup and the world championships in singapore we don't have to have a nationals because we have just the right amount of flyers so that we could go but for other countries like france they have so many people so they all have to compete within themselves to send the best members so that's why what kai said the world championships are like the highest level because all countries have to compete within themselves to bring out the the best people and then those people come together we meet at this competition like in Slovakia and then we go against one another so all right yes. thank you for that Kira we are talking with Kira Poe world champion indoor skydiver Vera Poe junior world champion indoor skydiver and Kai Minejima Lee the world cup junior champion Vera people may have seen pictures of the what the iFly looks like the indoor thing so exactly you're you're in this you're in a suit and a helmet you've got a big fan basically underneath you pushing you up and then you do different tricks and things like that is that how the competition goes there's like different components in a competition there's dynamic and freestyle okay. freestyle is like basically what you explained like mm-hmm. people create a routine and then they fly it within one minute and 30 seconds so like doing somersaults music. doing this doing that yeah like different kind of um, moves and everything okay um, for dynamic which is what Kai and I competed in we it's mainly like a speed kind of thing so like we go into the tunnel and we fly like three sets of movements and we fly it as fast as possible and we try to do it with less penalties as well. Yeah. Now the iFly, if if people have seen it, is is a certain size. Is that the same size of place that you're competing in? So different tunnels around the world have different sizes. Um, okay. Our tunnel in Singapore is actually one of the largest in the world. It's 16 feet in diameter, which is pretty big. Most standard tunnels that we've competed in are actually 14 feet in diameter. So one Mm. of the big things that we have to do when we get there is we have to actually adjust to the new tunnel size. And Mm. also because every tunnel, the wind feels different. Like sometimes it could be bumpier, sometimes it's stronger or smoother. Mm. It just feels different. It's hard to explain, but once you actually like train a lot and you've like gone gone there to experience it for yourself, you can really notice like the small things, the small differences. So yeah, it's really uh, important that we can adjust because if we fly a routine a certain like size, if we fly, like if we carve around the wall, like a certain size in Singapore, we might not be able to do it the same thing in Slovakia, for got example. It, got it. So Kai, yeah. as based upon what I'm hearing, you go in with a preset routine, almost like a gymnast that you've rehearsed and you go in and do it, but you said it's judged on speed. So does that mean it's the quickest time you do it or the quickest time you do it, but you must still have good agility, good balance and so on? How is it judged? So there's, so like Vera said, there's two different disciplines in that we compete in. So me and Vera compete in um, dynamic two-way and Kira and I compete in freestyle solo. So I'm in junior, she's in open. Um, so freestyle is, like you said, similar to gymnastics or figure skating. And there's a 90 second routine that's flown to music. And it's judged on a few different things that are um, your difficulty score, which is made out of power, like presentation, um, your creativity in making up the routine, like innovative moves. 
uh, flexibility, like the flow of the routine. There's many different things that go into that. And there's also um, six different compulsory moves that go into two separate 45-second routines. And those have to be performed like really precisely. Six compulsory moves in 45 seconds. Um, so there's three, three in one routine and three in the other and, routine. And just give me, what would they be? If they're composed, <laughs> what's, what's a move? Is it a somersault? Is it a what? What is it? What it's are called the, a mana space lab. That's one of the the mono names of the space lab for our yeah. benefit of our listeners. <laughs> what is that? It's it's kind of like you're walking in a circle. So because we don't have we have gravity, but we can go all the way upside down and around. So we have to do one step and then go upside down, do another step, do another step on the 90 degree and then all the way around. So you're going one whole circle like a, a hamster on a, a running wheel, but you're going upside down and you're stepping as you rotate what? in every 90 wow. degrees. That's outrageous. Cool. <laughs> Sounds really neat. Do one of, that's one of the three in yes. the 45 seconds. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's fascinating. What are the others? I'm just curious now. Um, there's one where you have to do similar. It's like a breakdance move. It's Thomas Flair. Yeah. But you have to do it like one and a half on the line, like, Cent- completely centered and then flip up into a head uh, like a head down position upside down position in a split so an up- upside down split <laughs> so you've gone into like almost a head like a break dancing head spin headstand almost yeah wow, wow. suspended in the air yeah yes. Vera how about you what's one that you like I'm not really sure because I don't really fly freestyle but I know one that I like is the twist flip so like you have to stay centered on the line and then you have to do like a flip and then one twist flip and then another flip. <laughs> wow. So tell us, Vera, then, what is oh. your routine? What does yours look like? What do you do in your discipline? For my discipline, which is dynamic, it's mainly focused on speed, like I said just now. But there's also a routine compartment. Kai and I fly a routine and we have to do like each move in close proximity. We can do like many different tricks so together. It's, it's synchronized. Yeah, most of it is synchronized. Right, right, right. Wow, that's extraordinary. That is so neat. You know, um, I don't want to get on there right now, but where people, I'm sure, can see your videos, right? Yeah. Where would they generally find your videos? Do you have like your own channel, like YouTube channel, or just Google your names? Yes, I guess, and we post everything on our Instagrams mostly. Our videos. Yeah. What are your What are your handles for Instagram? My name, Kira Po. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it's Vera underscore Po. Yeah. Mine be... is uh, Kaifly SG. Ooh, nice. <laughs> you guys should get a fly one, uh, <laughs> Kira. All right, okay. Kira, I no. will ask the Kiasu parent question mm. that we are obligated to ask every Singaporean athlete in the country <laughs> by law, which is how do you balance the studies and the training? And uh, I'm yawning already, but it's the question we have to ask. How do you do it? <laughs> Super simple, you know, just do everything at once and and everything (laughs) will work out. No, I mean, definitely everyone has 24 hours in a day and I just started university um, last year in September. So it was definitely quite hard to go to school for seven hours and then bring myself for training for the next four or five hours. But I think something that really helps us is that we have a really strong community of um, supporters in Singapore. So all of us kids, we have another three of them that competed with us, um, Tobiash. Jordan, Ishan, and Isabel, sorry, four of them. And all the parents are super supportive. We all, I think we're the only country that we all stay together in the same house. We all stretch together. The moms all cook for us. And we're always just helping one another. So I think that really helps with kind of taking the stress off everything else that we have in life. So for example, even if I'm rushing from school, 
like my parents I'm super grateful that my parents would send me to my trainings and then send me home so that I can get extra time to do work or or rest on the way there so mm. I think that it's nice that we have a whole village behind us because yeah. without them it would be a lot more difficult to balance yeah. everything else Vera how about you you're a, a sec 2 student at Meridian uh, how does that work because you know sec is, is pretty hard pretty demanding and you've had to take time off to travel to go to the world championships and things like that how do you how do you keep up with all the schoolwork? Mostly I have like some of my friends that help me um, teach me what my teachers have been uh, going over in class. But also we have to have a really good time management, which mm. I don't really have. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mostly like we ha- I have to manage. Like, why, wait, why is why are Kai and, and Kira laughing <laughs> as you're saying that they're like busting up over here? <laughs> yeah, but we have to have like because um, I have to manage like some homework and my exams because yeah. When we went to Slovakia, that was during my exam period. So mm. when I came back, I had to like straight away uh, study and do my exams like the day after. So. Yeah. Kai, is it easier for you being homeschooled? Well, I was and just to add to that, was that part of the training that your parents made the decision that we're going to go all in on the skydiving? Well, I actually started homeschooling before oh, okay. I started indoor skydiving. But it definitely has been quite helpful because I can just like, when we go to competitions, I can just like bring my like my MacBook and like my laptop and my iPad, and I can do like my online coursework. All like even when I'm training. So before we leave, mm. sometimes I'm training at the tunnel every single day to because I of uh, the different disciplines. So like sometimes I start in the morning, I end at night, and I can just bring like all my uh, my workbooks, like my Apple uh, pencil and my iPad, and I can just like keep working on the questions like in between the sessions mm. when I whenever I have breaks and it's nice to also have really accommodating teachers yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna ask you guys if you've ever done real skydiving because I did real skydiving once and jumping out of a plane at 13,000 feet is a, like a feeling like no other but I appreciate the kind of feeling that you have of weightlessness but have you guys ever done real like skydiving from a plane yes and how was it yeah. compared to what you do now Vera it was really, really fun, but the thing is, since it was my first skydive, so I was doing a tandem skydive, yeah. so there is obviously, like, an instructor behind me. Sure. Yeah, so I don't really get, like, the same feeling, because, like, in the tunnel, I get to, like, control my own movement, mm. but it was still really fun, because I was, like, free-falling from 14,000 feet, and it was, like, a really exciting experience. Yeah, because yeah. for about a minute and a half, you don't have the chute open, and you're just like, whoosh, yeah. Right? Especially when I like jumped, like when I was like falling out from the plane, yeah. it was like really scary. You're but, like, like, why am I jumping out of a perfectly good airplane? <laughs> yeah, I had that feeling too. Kai, have you done real skydiving? I have not, not but I would like to. Yeah, yeah. How about you, uh, Kira? Mm-hmm. I have um, on my 18th birthday. I went to go and do my license again, and yeah. I've been jumping around the world. It's it's really nice. I think the big difference is that you get to choose the location and you get like a different view. So I think one of the nicest places that I've jumped was over the Egyptian pyramids in, in Giza. Ooh, that's cool. And to see the Egyptian pyramids not as like a triangle, but as a square from the top view, it was definitely a, a different experience. Oh, yeah. Kira, yeah. you said you're at university now. What, yes. What, what are you studying? Um, I'm studying business at a French business school, ESSEC. Fantastic. Now, the reason I ask you, and this is a question to all of you really, but we'll start with Kira. How far can you go with this indoor skydiving. I mean, I looked here at the World Championships. There were 250 athletes, mm-hmm. is that right, taking part from 25 countries. So I suppose my question is, is there sponsorship involved? Is there prize money involved? Is it something you can make money from? Or is it really just a labor of love? How does it work? 
I mean, I have to admit, it's not it's not the cheapest sport. Like, it's not like if you can get a pool and water and then you can start training. Definitely, you have to put a lot of time and, and effort into going to the tunnel. And then it's nice that iFly Singapore sponsors some of our time. Yeah, I think it can go on for a long time. I think the good thing about our sport is that there's not really an end time to like the number of years that you can be in it. So I'm not sure. Maybe we'll be 60 years old and still competing. But I mean, it, I, I mean, looking further ahead for the sports development, is it? A, is it? Does it have potential to be a spectator sport? Could it generate TV revenue? Could you make sponsorship money? Is that something for the future of the sport? I think definitely so. We really hope that this sport can be in the Olympics one day. I think it would be nice to be able to represent Singapore and. And hopefully bring home the gold medal in every category <laughs> since well, we're doing dynamic Next Sea Games in Singapore, because we'll put in any sport that we're good at in the Sea Games. So next time the Sea Games comes to Singapore, it's in. But um, you're also, uh, Kira, you're a Red Bull mm-hmm. athlete. What does yes. that mean exactly? It means I'm with the Red Bull team and I get to do amazing opportunities. But this year also I got the SPEC scholarship. So it's from Sports SG and I was the first um, athlete from a non-major sports game. So because indoor skydiving is not in the SEA Games or in the Olympics. So right. I think that was something that was super nice. Oh, so there, there has been some sponsorship. Yes, definitely. Oh, Is that for all of you or just you? Just for me for now, but hopefully it opens up the opportunities for the young kids because, as I said, like this was the first time that this has not been, like this sport is not in the Olympics and they decided to sponsor me. So hopefully I'm I'm doing Singapore proud and they will yeah. help the kids as well. I love the way you call them young kids. These young kids, <laughs> These young kids. who are four the, years younger the than The 20-year-old you. says to the 14-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that too. Fantastic. All right, we're going to do a quick medal round. And medals aren't the only thing that's important about this. You guys are doing hard work and putting lots of effort in. But let's finish up with how many total medals do you have and what are they? To the best of your recollection. I think I have around 45 medals and maybe 30 gold medals. Wow. Vera, how about you? That was Kira, by the way. Vera? I'm not really sure, actually. I haven't really counted. I w- how many? I, we, we really don't put pressure on counting the medals. That's what we've been... Really? That's very un-Singaporean of you. <laughs> how many are we? More than five? More than ten? Less than 20? Maybe like, I love maybe like 15. 15? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 15. All right. Kaya, what about you? I'm not sure, but I'm in the last two years, yeah. I've got 11 in the last two years. Wow. Pretty Hold good, on, huh? Wait, let me count. I think, yeah, I think for us, it's more important to inspire younger children rather than like collecting medals and something like that. Fair enough. I mean, I have a bunch of medals that I left in some cave in France, like just for fun. <laughs> There's a little indoor skydiving cave in, in the middle of the catacombs and I just left a bunch of medals there as well. So we really don't put importance on them, but it's more of like how to inspire other kids to follow you, like us. I mean, good for you. Good. Yeah, yeah it's very noble, yeah. but you take part in these competitions mm-hmm. to win, right? I mean, we had So Ray Yong on the, the double C Games gold medalist on our show last week and he says if you're taking part in the competition, yes. you're taking part to win, I mean, or, or, to, or to try to win. I mean, do you, you have that mindset as well, I'm guessing. Yes. For sure. I mean, every time we go for a competition, the first, the last song we listen to before we get out of the car is "We Are the Champions" by Queen, and it's been a it's been a tradition all of these competitions. But awesome. Okay, but I think for all of us, I'm speaking for all of us here. But when we go into a competition, we obviously we want to win. Winning is amazing. Mm-hmm. But when we go in, we're thinking like, okay, so how can we improve from last year? What did we do last year that we didn't like? How can we improve from that? How do we do our best? every competition 
and I think that's a really important uh, mindset for all of he's, us. He's the diplomat in the group. You know what, though? That, that really, like, I asked that question, how many medals do you have? And it is so heartening to hear yeah, that you guys actually really don't care about the medals. You care about winning and doing great and excellence, but you don't really care about a piece of of metal in your hand. You're more, you know, interested in inspiring people and doing a great job and having some fun. I think that is a fantastic message for any athlete, right? At yeah, any yeah. level. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys, we have to leave it there. We are so happy to have had Kira Poe, world champion indoor skydiver, Vera Poe, junior world champion indoor skydiver, and Kai Minajima, Lee, world cup junior champion. Wow, Singapore can really be proud today. Absolutely. Congratulations, guys. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thanks well for being done. with us. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store. To listen to the full interview, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.